Whether you're looking for a convenient refresher course, or a way to earn your Pragmatic certification at your own speed, or the chance to take a Pragmatic course from your specific corner of the world, then Foundations On Demand is the solution you need. Get the same great content, tools, and templates our Foundations course is famous for in a flexible and easy-to-use online learning platform. Learn the skills you need to build and market products people want to buy. And earn your Pragmatic Institute certification anywhere, anytime. No more travel worries, no more time zone issues, just truly great training. Experience the new way of training with Foundations On Demand from Pragmatic Institute. Visit pragmaticinstitute.com foundations to learn more. And welcome to the Pragmatic Product Chat series, where we tackle the biggest challenges facing today's product management, product marketing, and other market and data-driven professionals with some of the best minds in the industry. I am Rebecca Calajaris, Vice President of Marketing and Product Strategy at Pragmatic Institute, and your host for this episode. And today we have a return guest and one of, oh, not one of, our newest instructor here at Pragmatic Institute, Dan Corbin. Welcome back, Dan. Thanks. It's great to be back. I know since last we spoke, uh, you've been very, very busy getting up and getting certified on our mm -hmm. courses here. And I think what we tell all of our students they must start with is foundations. And the same thing's true with our product instructors. So I know you've been delving deep into foundations. Yeah, yeah. It's been great. Like it really is such because it sets up all the other classes and it just makes sense for our, our new instructors to start there. And to really understand how the pragmatic framework drives everything, everything else that we teach. And fortunately, I've you know obviously taken the classes before and have used so many of the concepts from the framework at the various companies I've worked at. But to be able to get in there, teach it, and just teach it to so many different uh, groups and companies and such people with diverse backgrounds, it just shows the power in, in the, the, the framework and the foundations class, because I've seen how incredibly applicable it is across mm. such a wide range of products. I think it's one of the reasons we think about it as a framework versus a playbook. Like we yeah. understand and, and not only accept, but embrace the fact that companies are at different parts in their life cycle. They have different levels of resourcing. They have different types of products, different markets, different, you know, regulatory constraints. All of these things are true. And mm -hmm. so finding a framework is something that you can, you can sort of expand or contract or pivot where it makes sense for you. I think it's a big part of why it's worked so well and for so many different companies like it's it's built to accept and acknowledge the differences uh, yep. and not try to constrain you yeah and that that you know for for me to be able to use something that is so flexible and to be able to apply it to so many different areas of product management product marketing across different industries at different levels with different products and services it just it shows the power in the the framework and everything that we teach in the foundations class. 
Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that, right? right. Be, it's hard. We could, we could geek out on the specifics all day long. <laughs> Lots of inside baseball. But for those who haven't yet had the pleasure, let's talk a little bit about foundations, right? So like you said, it's a prerequisite for all the courses. What do we cover in that foundations course? So it's really broken up into five different sections. The first thing that we do is we talk about the pragmatic framework itself, how that's structured and how it's built out, all of the, the various activities that are part of the framework, you know, what it means to be over on the strategic side or the more execution side on the top of the framework, which is more geared towards business decisions. And then the bottom, which is more uh, the activities there are generally centered around product competition and technology. So that's the first. The next two sections are all about market research because we really stress being able to understand what are the problems in the market that need to be solved and working outside in instead of inside out. So the two phases are discovery and validation. So those are the second and third sections. Then we cover prioritization. Once you figure out all of the things you could build, you have to answer the question, what should we build? Mm -hmm. You're never going to have enough resources to mm -hmm. build everything. It's just, you know, and so that prioritization is key. And then finally, we wrap it up with positioning. And that is a really, really, really important concept, a foundational concept, but it's the one that I found that people struggle with the most. So that's why I'm glad that we tackle it up front because positioning really does drive execution and it sets up your entire team, department, company for success. So we, we tackle that right up in foundations. And I think that's true. I think a lot of people sometimes think of positioning as, okay, we're going to think about positioning and value statements at the end in the go-to-market spot. And I think when we think about positioning, we're like, you know, really think about that North Star story that you're going mm -hmm. to drive the entire company towards delivering, right? Yeah. Even if the language isn't polished yet for the outside world, that's not the point when we're talking about positioning it there. It's what is that North Star? What is the promise we are delivering on and you cannot do that early enough in the process. Like there's no way it's too soon. Yeah. So what I would do with my product management teams is we essentially like from the outset of, you know, every big initiative, we would start with our positioning. And because we, I wanted the teams and everyone that we were going to work with to be crystal clear about what problem we were solving for whom and why did they care that we solved that problem? So that really, it's just so foundational and it's just absolutely required if you're going to build and roll out successful products. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the framework, right? So we start with the framework. We talk about the framework all the time, the 37 mm -hmm. activities that are necessary to build and market products people actually want to buy. Yep. But, you know, it was the first product framework, no question. But, you know, mm -hmm. there are other people who talk about product models and other things. So what, what do you think, what makes the pragmatic framework so powerful? Why? And this is true. We have clients who have it painted on their walls of their office. Yep. We actually have a client who brought in his iPad to show us that it was etched on the outside, which was one of my favorites. Like, you know, I mean, it, it, it's something that we hear people talk about all the time. Why do you think it's so powerful? Well, the, just the, the people who use it you know, product managers, product marketers, their jobs are very, very hard. And there's a lot of different moving parts to it. 
So it can be very easy just to kind of get swamped and kind of get lost and not have that larger picture of what you're trying to build and all of the different elements that you need to make sure that you're monitoring and acting on in order to uh, be successful as a product marketer or as a product manager. The framework is so great because it just, it simplifies things. It has a very easy to understand structure and it, it allows everyone it's kind of like a, uh, it's just kind of a unifying place and like the, that everyone can go to and refer back to. We, we often will refer to the framework as a proven blueprint for how to discover market problems, build great products and bring them to market. So there's, you know, when I've been working with different students, it's amazing to see how many people they're like, oh, you know what? I didn't even realize about that box. And they're always, there's constantly learning. You know what? I just, oh man, I have not really maybe put enough into sales tool or the the channel training. So it's just such a brilliant synopsis of what it takes to be successful in product. I think, yeah, it's hard and it's generally lacks structure, right? Most people, particularly when they're new to it, it's like, what do I, what do I do? Like, there's not like those four things. Like you, you make sure the the sheets balance and whatever. I just grossly oversimplified every financial <laughs> career there is. They're like, mm, slightly more than that, Rebecca. True. Very true. But I, I think it's not only is it, I think one of the things about the framework is it can feel overwhelming and feeling undefined at an individual level when you're charged yes. with just make products happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also when you're, when others in the organization also think of it a little bit nebulous, right? So you're mm-hmm. a product. So, so you manage projects. No, don't say that. No. Right. Like, or, but it, so the, the framework both gives you a way to think of it and structure and it to your point, sort of help you prioritize and figure out where your time is, but also helps you in communicating it to others in the organization, right? Giving them mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, of places. And again, because it's a framework, it's not just like, this is all my domain, get out. Here's the framework. Let's talk about where you hook in, talk about the pieces that are there. It allows for you to kind of really let it settle in and reflect the individual company that you're at. Yeah. And so many of the companies, a lot of times when I was hired to take over different product orgs, it was to bring in that structure because what I would often go to a new company, I would find like one team is doing it completely different than this team and other people are like, in, and so you had these just different islands of product activity and the framework, you know, it, it really allows people to start speaking the common language, to get on the same page, to just have the right discussions so that they can collaborate better and build better product portfolios. So, and I think that common language, it's one of the reasons that the, the foundations course is a prerequisite, right? Yeah. Uh, And we, right. And so it's that common language so that when you're talking to your peers, when you're talking to coworkers outside your organization, when you're Mm -hmm. looking at a new job that maybe you all understand what it is you mean, because you have a language to use and you didn't, you didn't get that common language in, in, in college. We don't have CPA type exams where like, oh, everyone knows that now. Yep. This is a way to really start to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, one of the things that we say is that, you know, for example, titles, the same way titles across products are just different at every company, the verbiage and kind of some of the terms and that people use, it might like vary a little bit from company to company, 
but the concepts, mm, all of those point, concepts, the really important ones are captured in. So even if you are going to a new company and they kind of are talking about things in a different way, you can still map it back to the framework so that you have that as kind of like a Rosetta Stone for, all right, how do I interpret what we're doing here? What do I need to focus on? And it, it really is helpful. And so not only for people who are just getting into product management, but also for those who've been in, for in, in product management or product marketing for a while, because what it's going to allow them to do is to not only solidify the existing ex experience they have, but also as they continue to move, move up and become a manager of product mm -hmm. managers and mm -hmm. a director so that they can give that overall strategic vision and help people understand what they need to be doing at each stage of product development so that the whole company can be successful. I think that's a really good point. I've attended foundations many times in my life before I've joined the company, certainly when I started my own product management group uh, mm -hmm. and since. And I think there is always something I learn or almost equally important I'm reminded of. Like, you know, the stuff, some, yes. some of it. And as, as you get different parts, you're also looking at it differently. Like here in the beginning, this is the framework and how it affects my career. And mm -hmm. then it's, hmm, here's the framework. How am I managing my team towards this? Right. Yes. Where and, and it's also a, a, a you know, again, it's sort of like the finding out where you are in the processes where you we you know I'm doing this part good. And I need to know to focus on on this. And now I've got some great actionable items to help me focus on that. So you, I think you sometimes hear it through the experiences you bring, uh, which often uncovers new things there. Yeah. And, you know, even within each of the activities, there's there's a lot packed in there. And like one of the things that I've done where I've used the the framework. I've used it and I put together a spreadsheet. So I took a lot of the activities from the framework and I listed them in a spreadsheet, but then it, you know, in rows. And then in the columns, I had different levels of product management, associate PM, PM, senior PM, principal PM, director. And I was giving, you know, we kind of color coded it to show like, hey, this is what we're expecting. Like there, you know, if you're an associate PM, maybe we're not asking you to weigh in on buy build or partner because that's really hard. But if you're a principal or director, mm. yeah, you need to be able to make those business decisions. Whereas if it's something, you know, like requirements, that is something that I absolutely would expect mm. at APM and PM to nail and nail really well. So even within the the different activities and boxes, you know, there's there's scales and ranges. Yeah. And I think so you're constantly having as a product person to refine your skills and to get better, get better across the board because there's scenarios change all the time. Activities might be really more important in certain projects than others, but the more that you build up your foundational skills, the faster you're going to be able to react. And hopefully if you continue to grow in your career, you're going to be able to coach others mm. and share your experience so you can build them up as well. That's a great point too. And that's what I think can also be one of the most satisfying parts, right? Both yes. just on an individual level and sort of a mentor way, but also like, let's just get a purely selfish level. If if your coworkers and teams are using those right processes, everything goes, <laughs> goes better, right? So yeah, there's lots to bring to all of those. And I think it's a good point too, that there are areas that you won't necessarily flex at the beginning of your career that you can later, that I think are always good to remember and, and grow onto. Okay. So there's lots of good things covered in foundations, but if mm -hmm. I held your feet to the fire, Dan, 
and I said, what's your favorite topic in the class? What would you say? Well, uh, it's hard to pick like a, well, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to kind of get two answers. So the first thing I love is the framing for how we kind of structure the class. We start off by talking about common challenges that product managers and product professionals see. So they include too much focus on tactics, not enough focus on strategy, under like confusion and just how to go about it and learn how to prioritize really well. Sometimes prioritization is very arbitrary at companies and it changes all the time. There's a lot of context switching and changing in priorities. The other challenges are defining market messages, reacting to sales, and a big, big one is confusion around roles and responsibilities. So this is one that we start off the class talking about because, and I've seen it at every company I've been to, so you know, to different degrees, but at every single level, depending, even regardless of like how much experience you have, these are challenges that all product people are running into in some form or another. So I love that we put that out because it shows like, hey, we understand how hard your job is. And we understand that these are constant challenges you're battling. Now let's dive in and let's show you how to address each one of these. And I love it because, you know, I I sent some uh, product managers to pragmatic training because their biggest challenge was, you know, we're focusing too much on tactics. I don't understand the strategy. And I'm like, all right, well, I know you're earlier in your career and you don't have the opportunity to set strategy. But here's the questions you can ask to get the clarification that you need. So that's, I love that framing. But if I had to say like my favorite section of the class, it's definitely positioning because it is something that companies just, unfortunately, they, a lot of them just don't do it well because they haven't done it. They don't know how to do it. And it's unfortunate because positioning, as I mentioned earlier, it drives execution across the whole company. So if you want to get clear with your engineers about what is the problem you're solving and or clear with sales about who is our target, you know, for this new solution that we're rolling out, or if, you know, you're working with communications and they want to understand, okay, you know, how did we uh, come up with, what is the underlying data that we used to, or that, you know, the market problems that we discovered and what's the market research, the data Uh, that we had to, where we ended up choosing on a specific solution. So it's just positioning is so important because it is this unifying factor. And it it has, it's just, what I've noticed with it is it has like a cascading impact in a very positive way. So it's my favorite. There's a lot of fun examples in there too, and uh, exercises we do. So it's it's always a memorable section for anyone that takes foundations. Awesome. All right. So here's a good question for you. So you've, you've taken our courses before you've been a practicing product manager, product leader for a long time. I know you've implemented what is something that you realized about foundations or about one of our philosophies that you didn't really realize until you became an instructor? Hmm. I would say that is a great question. There's a lot of different things. I would say for me, what has really helped is Seeing the uh, the entire framework, it's almost like focusing a camera when you're turning the little focus uh, mm-hmm. lens. I knew a lot of all of these different things, and I had different specific examples of activities where I've done this. 
But the whole framework is so well thought out. And it ties in from foundation class to focus, to build, to price, to market, to launch. It's what has really struck me as an instructor is how much it just sets you up for success in every facet of the product world. Nice. Nice. All right. Also for our listeners, uh, let's say they're super excited. They're, they're going to go take foundations. So they are ready. What can they do to be the most prepared to get the most out of the training? So, you know, we have, as I mentioned, we have people from all different types of companies, all different types of backgrounds. It's absolutely fascinating to see the range, but to get the most out of it, you have to be involved because obviously we can't go and customize for every single person in every single class. So we're teaching the concepts, but it's really on the students to say, all right, I get that. Uh, what about this? And to, if you have questions, voice them. The instructors all became instructors because they love teaching. They love helping. They love, we want every single student to leave the class excited and just energized to go out and go do their jobs because now they have this toolkit at their disposal. And in order to really maximize how well you can use all of those tools, you need to just, you know, be engaged, ask questions and, you know, don't be afraid if you're not quite sure about something because people have different learning styles. So we're always happy to explain it and give another example about each concept so that it's crystal clear in how your brain works. So it's just, you know, that that would be my biggest takeaway because it would be a shame for you to take such a great class and then not have immediate things that you could put into practice once you get back to your job. Yeah. And I also think it's not, it's participation in the class. And I think also participation in the community, right? Yes. So in the class, you get so much out of it. And then that community is just there there's no one, no one selling you anything. No one's doing anything else, right? But there's mm -hmm. so much good opportunities to talk to peers, to see examples of the work they've done, to kind of inspire and keep yourself accountable, but also share your successes. I would definitely encourage that as well. Yeah, I could not agree more. There is, you know, I was just looking, I was on the community today and I was looking at people who are sharing answering questions for each other about around personas and other questions. And it's just such an amazing place to continue to build up your skills. And I think especially with product management and product marketing, it's great to have sounding boards just to be like, hey, I just need to pressure check this. Yep. Am I going about this the right way? How have you implemented th these concepts? How have you done positioning, you know, maybe for in this industry or something? And just to be able to get that feedback, that dialogue is, is incredibly, incredibly powerful. That's why I, I absolutely love the community. And it just, it warms my heart to see people. There was a director today who was helping a new product manager and gave such great advice, all things that were completely in line with what we teach at Pragmatic. And again, just shows the power that the framework has because it gives everybody that common language and great examples to use. Great. All right, Dan, we've talked about lots of different things today. Also, you have learned and studied and taught lots of different things that you came on. Mm -hmm. Two things people should do differently tomorrow based on what we talked about today. So I, I think it's important if you haven't gone through and really looked and understood, understood, 
you know, kind of gotten the sense of what the framework is, that definitely do that because the way it's structured and the seven different categories in the framework, it's important to understand like, okay, well, how does programs differ from enablement that's different than planning? What am I, what am I really focused? What, what do I need to do in that focus section? So understand and really look at the framework. If there is an activity where you're like, I really don't, what do they mean by distribution strategy? That is an area like, okay, well, that's a, you've identified an area where you need to grow, which is great. And then you get a chance to kind of go in and dive on that, dive in that. Or maybe you haven't really done a user personality versus a buyer, uh, uh, excuse me, personality, persona. (laughs) (laughs) A buyer versus user persona. Well, we have all those templates and tools uh, like in the alumni community. So, you know, go and, and look at that. And then also determine what are the areas where, you know, I haven't had a chance to really dive into that yet in my career. Mm. and learn more about it. So, you know, I mentioned earlier where I will go and do assessments with product people to figure out, all right, what is what is really the, the level that you should be shooting for? Is it APM? Is it PM? Or is it like senior or even principal? And if you haven't had a chance to be like, you know what, I've never really done pricing. I don't really understand why. Mm. Why is it so important that we just don't just add a slap on a little bit of margin on top? what is the right strategy for using for doing strategy or what does it mean when, when we say like innovation in in the business uh, category look at those and you know you can use the alumni community but you also just go to any of the classes mm-hmm. and you're going to get more clarity the other thing yeah, that you can do so. is go to the office hours that the instructors mm. have every single friday it's a great resource so you can go to the website You can actually enter your questions ahead of time, and then you're going to get one-on-one time with an instructor who has seen every single scenario. You're not going to stump them. Well, you might, if you do, you know, kudos, because they have answered almost every single possible question related to product management and product marketing. And you're going to get great, uh, helpful hints on how to move forward. Great. Great advice, Dan. I cannot wait to see you in a classroom soon. Yeah. Well, I, I, you, I would love to have you in class. Of course, I would be uh, ask, be calling on you all the time for uh, <laughs> your input. I would definitely have to, you know, we, we would have fun. That's for sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for joining us today. Thank you. All right. That does it for today's episode. Thank you everyone for listening. And don't forget to join us next week when we tackle another great topic designed to help elevate your product, your company, and your career. <laughs>